Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about what causes us to sin. We are tempted. We fall into sin. Maybe we're tempted and we resist the sin. Sometimes we resist the sin today, but we fail at resisting the sin tomorrow. Uh, hey, that's a victory if you uh, successfully get around the temptation one day, even if you fall the next. This is what grace is for. However, we should always strive to overcome that temptation. And as we grow and grow and grow in Christ, it becomes easier and easier to resist the old temptations that we had, and then we're going to start to notice that smaller things bother us more. I mean, before it was massive things that kind of got in our way and depressed us as Christians. Oh, how could I possibly um, sleep with that other woman, whatever else, you know? Um, but as time goes by in Christ, you'll even be tempted by that less and less as you've strengthened yourself and and then you'll be infinitely bothered by uh, the fact you didn't think a little bit longer before speaking a harsh word. Um, And so there is quite a bit to be said about these in either front. But we want to talk about why in our culture sin is so much before us. And and a lot of it is the culture itself. Our culture intentionally pours gasoline on the temptation that is present inside of our hearts. And that makes sense because the world is run by the ruler, the prince of the air, right? That's what Paul uses the term in in, uh, the first parts of Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, he talks about us being, um, you know, being controlled and guided by effectively Satan. And then when we are removed from Satan's kingdom into the kingdom of Christ, we start to actually see the duping that has been going on. But our society and our culture completely surrounds us with sin and adultery and and wickedness and rebellion and all sorts of things to the point where when we don't even engage in the major ones like you know, murder and sexual sin, we consider ourselves really good despite the fact that we're still horribly, horribly sinful and repulsive before God. But what happens is, as we adopt the culture and we start seeing all the things around us, is we start setting up for ourselves stumbling blocks. We intentionally start to place the wickedness in front of our eyes. And whenever we place wickedness in front of our eyes, we are intrinsically obscuring our view of God. I'm going to read this portion here from James chapter 1. James chapter 1 verses 14 and 15. Actually, let's do 13 through 15 uh, just to begin the, uh, the thought there. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. God cannot be tempted by evil and he himself does not tempt anybody. But each person is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. Then when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. That is the the way, the lusts inside of our hearts is what causes us to fall. The lust inside of our hearts causes our uh, causes us to have this temptation. These are the things that cause us to seek after sin rather than seeking after God. And we start obeying and placing those lusts before us. We start obscuring the view of God. I mean, think about this. If you've ever uh, battled, I realize a lot of people might have battled with pornography or something like that. That's a, that's a good example because it's, it's generally a private sin and you know it's bad, but you don't really want to stop it and you really do want to stop it. And you're like, you know, those days that, that you, you uh, accidentally bring the porn magazine with you are the days you forget to read your Bible, 
okay? Because the lusting after the sin obscures our view of God. But if instead we focus ourselves on the scripture, it sets us up in a better way to avoid that. And this is why I like reading the Bible first thing in the morning. You have a harder time sinning early in the morning when you start your day with the Word of God. And obviously it's not like a, a pure prescription, whatever else. But at the same time, this is what we need to do. Now, when you become so calloused in your heart, you start inventing ways of evil. Uh, there's a few uh, references here. Job 15.35. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity and their mind prepares for deception. I mean, that is fascinating to think of that. Uh, in fact, I didn't pull the verse out, but there's a very similar verse in Titus. Uh, I think it's Titus chapter 3. Show every consideration for all men, for we also once were foolish ourselves, deceived and deceiving, living our lives in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. I'll go ahead and put the exact link for uh, exactly which verses. It's in Titus 3 early on in the chapter. I don't remember exactly which verses they are. But that is really uh, the point. We were living our lives in deception. We were living our lives in malice. And this is what Job is saying. These wicked men, they conceive mischief. They bring forth iniquity and their mind prepares for deception. And they don't even know they're deceived. They don't even know they're doing wrong. And that's kind of the, the way that we tend to do things. Isaiah had a similar prophecy about this. Isaiah 59 verse 4. No one sues righteously and no one pleads honestly. They trust in confusion and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They conceive it. They conceive the mischief. They are doing these wrong, these bad things. And that is really the, the principle that we look at is how bad our own lives are at deceiving ourselves. And um, that is one of the things that we have to keep in mind is that oftentimes it is us who brings forth the iniquity upon us because we set the stumbling blocks before our eyes that get in the way of God. Now, there is a solution set in Scripture, and uh, this is from Psalm 101. I believe this is one of the Psalms of David. Yeah, this is one of the Psalms of David. Psalm 101, verse 3. I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not fasten its grip on me. So that is your prescription. Do not set the evil things before you. So how do you do this? Let's go ahead and talk about this for a few moments. Of course, I did the book, I Am Not Amused, talking about Christians and media entertainment. That's so, um, such an important book. If you've not read that, I encourage you to go find a copy. We have ebooks, audiobooks, print books available a variety of different places. You can get it not just from me, but you can get it from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever else. Just go ahead and place an order for it. That book is so good because it teaches us a balance of Christian media entertainment. I don't, don't take the old approach like, oh, that's of the, that music or that movie is of the devil. Therefore, it's just all bad. And then we all have to live our lives in the horrible Christian media if we want any form of entertainment at all. And I don't take that approach. We take a balanced approach looking at, at the truths, the lies, the merits. And I really teach you in that book how to dissect media entertainment. That's an important principle. And the reason we want to focus on this is this is the primary way we place sin before our eyes. We entertain ourselves with wickedness and sin every day, and we don't even think twice about it. 
that should be bothering your heart. That should be bothering your soul. This is a reason I don't watch TV. This is a reason you should cancel Disney. All they're doing is grooming your children, trying to teach your children that they're all gay and transgender. You should be um, canceling your Netflix subscription. All Netflix does is pushes crazy sexuality and immorality on our culture. Just look at the lineups they did. They did Yes, God, Yes about teenage masturbation. They did Cuties, which was basically a softcore porn film involving little girls. Uh, these are not companies we need to enrich and not the things we need to place in front of our eyes because we place the stumbling blocks in front of our eyes and this gets in the way of seeing God. And this is what we need to do is media entertainment is so important because this is what we use as the primary means to titillate the imagination about what sin might look like. And we have to cast that off. And that is why it's so important that we we look and we turn away from uh, from these types of things. We need to evaluate media entertainment for what it is because that is that primary way that we titillize ourselves and how we go after our own lusts. So I'm going to go ahead and leave this one here and uh, let me know your thoughts on all this in the comments down below. Have a look over the website rwalkinchrist.com. Sign up for the newsletter if you've not already done so. And uh, of course, the uh, you can find a, uh, you can find all the the links to where you can buy. I am not amused over on the website. Just click on books up there. Give you a list of all the books. Find the one. It's the white cover. And uh, go ahead and click over there, and you'll be able to see where all you could pick up a copy of that. With that, thanks for watching, everybody, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.